Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I am your host, Heather McFadden, and this is a place where I am going to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. In this episode number 286, I'm welcoming Erica Young back on the show. This is the perfect time to reflect on what it is that you really want, why you want it. And I think if people reflect on what their goals were in the beginning of the year and make certain that this season doesn't derail their progress, that's a win because it's devastating, it's uncomfortable, it's frustrating, um, it's scary. And there's a lot of uncertainty, but if you go back to your goal and you say, does this still apply? Is this what I really want? and do some internal work, even for those who've lost jobs, like just doing some internal work. Do I really want to do this now? Now that they've taken this job away, yeah, I'm in control of figuring out what I want to do next. And um, that can be a really awesome journey. And so I just want people to start looking on the bright side and being reflective and thinking about, okay, God, what do you have next for me? What's this next chapter look like? Erica Young is a financial coach and owner of TaylorMade Budgets. Last year, she came on the show, episode 244, and shared how she and her husband paid off $100,000 in debt. Well, now she's back on the show to give us tips, resources, and advice on how to protect our finances and reprioritize given this economic environment. No matter where you find yourself, I think you're going to find Erica's information super helpful. Let's get right to it. Here we go. Hey, Erica, welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, finances, you know, I don't have a lot of episodes on this and you have become our go-to person. Woohoo! <laughs> and we're <laughs> in these, you know, tricky times of if finances weren't already challenging, now we're facing a lot of uncertainty, job loss stimulus checks and we want to be good stewards of what God has given us. We want to lean into the peace only available from him, but we need wisdom and guidance. And so I'd just love for you to help us in that and kind of emerge from all of this with uh, our finances intact. So yeah. will you help us out? Absolutely. That's what I am here for. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so where would you start with this conversation? What have you been finding in, in your work that you're doing? Yeah, so I work with lots of people and I hear from lots of people. And I find that right now people are in three different camps. One is your income is not affected currently. Um, the second group of people part of their income is affected. Some people are having a reduction of say 25% of their income doing the same job for a short season while the company figures out how this is going to play out in order to save jobs. And so that could be commonplace or there's people who have simply lost their job. And you know, if you have a spouse, one person could have lost their job and the other one may not, but whatever the case, there's a loss of income in that household that is significant enough that you've honestly got to pay attention. And so honestly, there's a lot of different things that people can be doing right now. I highly recommend you be conservative. You really go inward and say, what are my needs versus what are my wants and pay attention to the numbers. So for every single family, every single instance I mentioned, I think that we need to save what we can. So be conservative. Don't go shopping. Don't use the stimulus money to go buy things or go finish your backyard. I mean, 
now is the time to set it aside because there are people who are still finding out that they're laid off. Like they may have been in quarantine for six or eight weeks and they're now finding out that their job is at risk. And so I would rather you had a little bit more money and savings and you were able to utilize that to help you bridge that gap. Um, and so I think it's important that we take a holistic and conservative approach because we don't know what's to come. We don't know how long we're here and some states are opening up, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we will stay here. And so because of that uncertainty, I think it's best. I think everybody will feel better knowing we've got a little bit of money set aside. So I think start there for most people is set as much aside as you can. All that dining out you were doing, all that shopping you were doing. Um, for some people that are getting a chance to save on childcare or they're not having to go, you know, get their hair done, though that's a problem. I get it. <laughs> um, but all of those fun that you're not spending because you can't do it, set it aside, put it in a savings account and just, you know, be thankful that you can. First of all, I think that's the first place to start. Maybe like me, after months of being at home and no access to a gym, you are looking for a way to get active, to move your body and to do it in an affordable way. Well, I want to introduce you to one of this month's sponsors. It's Beachbody On Demand. It's this easy-to-use streaming service. You can access it from any device, anytime, anywhere, and you get to find over 1,300 super effective workouts suited for anyone, whatever you like to do, whether it's weightlifting or cardio or even dance, boxing, uh, you're going to find it there. Maybe you've heard of Beachbody before. You've heard of P90X or... 21 day fix. I've done some of those workouts in the past and they're so great because their trainers are super encouraging. If you're looking for community to come alongside you and help you to meet your fitness goals, you're going to find it on Beachbody on demand and you can work out on your schedule whenever you have a moment. Lately, I've been loving because a friend told me about bar blend. I used to do ballet and I thought, okay, this is how my body likes to move. I think I'm going to like these workouts. Well, I what I've found that I love is I don't even have to put on tennis shoes. I can go barefoot. I used cans of soup for my weights because that was plenty. It was a super challenging and yet really enjoyable. I really enjoyed the workout. Just used a chair for my bar. Uh, if you want to check it out, it's the best deal in fitness because listeners of Don't Mom Alone can try it absolutely free. So if you want to do that right now, get your free trial membership when you text DMA to 303030. You're going to get full access to the whole platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition info and support, totally free. Again, just text DMA to 303030. All right, let's get back to my chat with Erica. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. My husband was noticing from last month. He said, yeah, we've, we're actually spending a lot less than we were before, which surprised me because it seemed like I'm spending a lot on groceries, like sure, double the amount. But if we're not eating out and like you and I talked about last time you were on, that's right. Um, that time of eating out, if you multiply that, that is two or three grocery runs, you know, so we are actually saving, but what you're, you're saying, don't then transfer that to, okay, I'm going to go buy some cute outfits. It's right. Or fix something in my house that I've been putting off. This is time to kind of set that 
money aside, do you like recommend having a separate savings account then or just kind of keep it in your checking? How do you recommend people handle that? Please put it in a separate checking account. I'm sorry, savings account, because if it's in your checking account, you are going to feel like, woohoo, I've got this extra and Mm -hmm. you will behave differently. It will vanish. And sometimes it is innocent, honestly. Lots of people use their cushion money for toilet paper recently, right? Like, and and it's like, do you really need, you know, 40 rolls of toilet paper right now? I mean, honestly, so like we have to think about this because we're spending extra. Yes, our grocery bills have gone up because most people are eating at home. They're not you know, dining out quite as much. And that's okay because it is food and it's at home and it's going to be less expensive than takeout. But if you leave any funds in your checking account, you're going to feel much richer, right? And and you're going to be like, well, where is this supposed to go? What is this for? And you'll think it has no home or no purpose and therefore it can be spent on whatever. And a lot of times we're trying to adjust to being at home. So I have found that people are spending money trying to buy things to have their kids be entertained, for instance, or honestly, workout stuff is really hard to come by because everybody went and bought that because they're working out at home. But there's also people who are like, okay, well, I can do tons of stuff at home now. I can go and, and get these things that, you know, to do home projects. And I mean, we just have to be super careful that we're being wise and good stewards still in this moment, especially if you still have income, because, you know, what I would hate to see is that you look back and you say, man, I wish I hadn't spent that money. Um, and so be wise in, in how you're doing it. Plus, there, these are great opportunities to sow seed into families or organizations, missions that are helping those that are either on the front lines or students who don't have food during this time because they're not going to school. And so we have to also weigh um, our needs and desires and how and see if we can help others during this time. This is a great opportunity to do that. Yeah, but I think I'm finding that people are a little bit more internally focused right now. You would think, I mean, I think they're willing to make a sign and cheerlead the frontline yeah. workers, but when it comes to money, yep. I don't know. I mean, people are raising money. I'm seeing millions of dollars raised by millions of pounds raised by the hundred year old who walked in his backyard. I mean, money is coming out, but yeah. have you noticed that? Like people are a little more hesitant. Well, and I think it's caution is fine. Caution is fine. And there's, to be honest, there's 20% of our working population that in some way have been affected financially. So the truth is, is that there's not as much money coming in the doors of our homes as it was two or three months ago, where the giving might have been more abundant. And so um, people are wise to be watchful, but if your income hasn't been affected, there's so many better places for your money to go than for it to be, you know, sitting in your backyard. And you know what I mean? There's people who are hungry. So I think that there's a lot of attention paid to you know, students and, and families who are kind of suffering right now. And, you know, if we all kind of band together and do what we can, even if it's just giving your neighbor a meal, you know, I mean, those kinds of things can still happen. So I think that, you know, watching out for each other, this is, this is why the tagline is we're all in this together because, you know, we have to find ways to continue to make that true. Okay. So outside of, you know, being, conscientious, what other things would set us up for success? 
Yeah. The major thing is avoid credit card debt. So there's a lot of hurting people right now. There's a lot of people who are worried and concerned for their money because they've either lost a job or they're, you know, there's some people who they know already the end of May is their last day at that job. And so they're concerned. They're concerned about their income. The good news is that in the CARES Act um, that was passed about a month ago, there's a lot of provisions in there to help people. And so unemployment has been expanded. It's longer and you can qualify for more income. Um, and groups of people, self-employed persons who, you know, were 1099 employees are able to get funds. So that's awesome. You just need to be patient with the unemployment process because it is absolutely overloaded. Lots of banks that hold mortgages are allowing you to do forbearance. If you don't have income, you're typically your biggest bill is that mortgage. And so being able to put that on pause for three months and add that to the end of your mortgage might be a helpful thing to get that one big stress off your back. And the biggest thing I should say the most widespread right now is the, you know, federal student loans are not due until September 30th. So if you have a federal student loan, it's government backed, you don't have to pay it and you're not getting interest, which is fabulous. So for those who have to pay those payments, maybe during this season, you say, okay, well, I'm going to push pause on that right now. Um, especially if you don't have the income to support being able to make that payment. But if you do have the income, it might be good, a good time to get out of credit card debt. So I'm always looking for ways to keep people from adding new debt to their situation. And then also, how can we get it paid off? And so I do have one client who said, okay, you know what, I still have my income, but you know, he, he has like $3,500 in credit card debt. And so his plan is to shift the do dollars that would have been going to his student loans over to paying off this credit card debt that is, you know, three to five times the interest rate. And um, he'll be able to get that done before September 30th without even adding new debt, which is awesome. So sometimes you have to be strategic to figure out what works best for you. But avoiding credit card debt is big right now. And if you look again, you know, six months out and you say, man, okay, if I could have done something different, what would that have been? Most of the time people, you know, wish that they had not gone further into debt. So just know that that is a big thing to strategize around. Just, you know, God doesn't want us in debt. We need to pause and halt and just really think about the ways that we can restructure our budget and live a little bit leaner so that we can avoid that in the, in the future. I found the only thing that really brings peace to my heart and to working through really uncertain times is when I'm centered in God's word. And that's a gift I want to give to my kids, but it's such a tricky thing to coordinate family devotionals and make it a positive experience. That's why I'm thankful for one of this month's sponsors, uh, the Exploring the Bible Together book by David Murray. He's a pastor, a counselor, and the father of five, and his whole goal is to bring joy and regularity to family devotions. He gives families a clear plan and direction so they can explore God's Word together. In his book, there are 52 weekly expeditions, each fe featuring a short passage of scripture a couple discussion questions, and an application lesson with a short prayer prompt. It's perfect for families with kids ages 6 to 12. 
exploring the Bible together provides an overview of the story of the Bible from creation in Genesis 1-1 to the culmination of redemption and revelation, which gives us hope. If you want to check it out now through May 25th, 2020, Don't Mom Alone listeners can pick up a copy of Exploring the Bible Together along with a selection of ESV children's Bibles for 40% off with a free Crossway Plus membership. If you want to check out more information, go to crossway.org forward slash DMA7. That's crossway.org forward slash DMA and the number seven. All right, let's get back to my chat. Here we go. That's a fantastic idea of kind of shifting where funds go based on the different incentives that are being offered. Yeah, I didn't know about the federal student loans. I feel like there's probably so much information it's hard to keep track of. And is is there like one resource that's updating where all these different (laughs) quote unquote deals are? Or, you know, I've I've heard of landlords kind of putting pause on rent and I don't know, different things. But honestly, two sources would be the government website and so irs.gov and look uh, look up the cares act and that is the federal nationwide bill that was signed so, uh, about a month ago and then on top of that look at your local state government and what they're trying to do because some of the rent programs and things like that are on a state level or even a city level. The other thing though is honestly call your creditors, call your utility companies, call your credit cards, just call them, make a phone call, be proactive. Don't wait for the information or don't wait for someone to call you. Um, If your student loans are on auto payment, make certain that they take it off if that's something that you're not trying to pay right now because there is no guarantee that they're going to stop the payment just because you don't have to pay. So be proactive in that effort. But if you call your utility companies and say, hey, you know, what's, what do you have? Because I just lost my job. They may be able to help you with, you know, skipping a month or adding it to your next month's payment or something like that without feeling like they're going to cut off services or that um, something else is going to happen or even fees. So making the phone call is huge. I just called um, our water utility because I thought, I think we're supposed to have a bill. It was like an annual bill for one of our water um, services. And I thought, well, where is it? So I called them. They said, well, due to what's going on, we're not sending them out for another month. And then it's not going to be, we're giving a grace of 90 days to pay this bill. And I'm like, that's awesome. And I wouldn't have known had I, I mean, I could have stressed over the bill. Like, where is it? Did I lose it? What's going on? But because I called, you know, it just took that one thing off my back. And so I think it's important for people to pick up the phone right now and be patient with that because lots of folks are calling and you want to see what's available to you. We've got time, right? That's what they keep yeah. telling us. <laughs> they yeah. keep telling us yeah. I've got all this time. I, with a mom, As a mom of four boys, I mean, I'm not finding it to be extra time, but I could I can wait on a phone call while they play in the backyard. <laughs> Absolutely. But I, I do know that my husband called in about our, cell phones and ended up getting like we're paying less a month and we added a line that's amazing like they sent us a new iphone wow so it's worth calling in some of these places whether it's you know what whatever internet or whatever it is 
I mean, they're willing to offer different deals, quote unquote. Yeah. So definitely, I would say, look at your, your budget, where are you spending money? And uh, yep. that's the, that's the kicker right there, Erica. It is the kicker. It, it is, is really and- paying attention to where's the money going. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. Well, you know what? When people look at their statements, so for instance, you can look at a full month of activity and see, do you really want to be spending your money in those places? I just had a client who looked, we added up all of their subscriptions. So the subscriptions are so many. I mean, we can be adding on subscriptions all the time and streaming services and music and all of the things, especially with kiddos, you can have all the different things. And so I had them listed out and total it up and it was over a hundred bucks just on $7 here, $12 there, $15 there. And it added up. And what they found is they didn't need half of that. I mean, it was just continuing to charge them and they didn't need half of it. And so they were able to cut, cut it down in half. And so there's, you know, a lot of the gyms have been closed, a lot of different, and, and you found a way to make it work. So I would encourage people to look back at your budget, look at your spending and see, do I really need this when we start returning to our new normal? Is this something I want to take out of quarantine? And start getting okay with whatever that new normal is. If you've been without it for a month or two, you may not need it. <laughs> so it's okay to reevaluate and to reflect on that. It's good advice. Good advice. Okay. Any other tips for us as we go forward? Yeah. You know what? I'm calling this time in our lives, the great reflection. I have heard, I, and I can't say that I coined it. I did take that <laughs> from someone, <laughs> but when I heard it, man, that was just eye opening because we're spending so much time with our families, or if you're single and you're home alone, you're, you know, having lots of time with your thoughts and we're having to reevaluate our priorities. We're having to slow down. You know, we were, we've been forced to do that. And this is the perfect time to reflect on what it is that you really want, why you want it. And I think if people reflect on what their goals were in the beginning of the year and make certain that this season doesn't derail their progress, that's a win because it's devastating. It's uncomfortable. It's frustrating. Um, it's scary. And there's a lot of uncertainty, but if you go back to your goals and you say, does this still apply? Is this what I really want? And do some internal work, even for those who've lost jobs, like just doing some internal work. Do I really want to do this now? Now that they've taken this job away, yeah, I'm in control of figuring out what I want to do next. And um, that can be a really awesome journey. And so I just want people to start looking on the bright side and being reflective and thinking about, okay, God, what do you have next for me? What's this next chapter look like? That's smart. So after months of schooling online with computers and worksheets and staring into months of summer, maybe like me, you're looking for ways to keep kids off screen and engaged and still learning. Well, one of this month's sponsors is a fantastic option. It's called Little Passports. And what it does, it's a subscription box with toys and games for children of all ages. You can pick and choose which of their boxes best fits your kids, their ages, and their interests. They have hands-on learning for kids three and up. 
You're not going to be spending money maybe on summer camps this year, but for just $12.95 a month, there's so much to explore right from your home with Little Passports. And just for Don't Mom Alone listeners, Little Passports is offering 15% off the price of any subscription. That means your child could be flying rockets or looking through a microscope in no time. And use the code DMA at checkout for 15% off your order. That's DMA at littlepassports.com. I feel like even on evaluating, you were talking about subscriptions, but I'm thinking activities for our kids. You know, now that we've seen our kids being able to have time and space, I was noticing one of my son's I think for an hour, he was laying in a hammock outside just staring at the sky. Yes. And the benefit of that, to be able to have long thoughts and conversations that aren't interrupted with, hurry up, we got to get to the next, blah, blah, blah. Um, And we don't even sign up on, honestly, the boys maybe did one sport each and a couple of the boys, it was through school. So it was already kind of wrapped into the day and our lives felt so full. So uh, even the great reflection of what does that look like going forward? Yeah. What? is something I did just because I thought we had to or we'd be missing out or what was something that we were paying for for them that they really didn't like, but I wanted it for them, you know? Yeah, right. Really sitting with your kids before you automatically add things back in. Um, I don't know. I I agree with you. Some A great reflection is a perfect phrase for it. And I I honestly, I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't think any of us do. No that process, but it impacts us financially as well. It impacts, do we pay for the traveling volleyball team? Was that needed or whatever, um, the select basketball or thousands and thousands of dollars being spent? Could we invest that and get a scholarship level amount? Yeah. I think that's really good, but yeah. Mm-hmm. What's so funny is I found myself looking for puzzles, like it, it, like yes. all of the things that we do now to like entertain ourselves that there's, that's different, right? Yeah. And so I was looking for puzzles. I ordered one that was going to be brand new. And then, you know, Amazon said, oh, we can't fulfill this order. And I said, oh, okay, great. <laughs> so when we started cleaning house or, you know, cleaning Decluttering, out, yes, yes, yeah, yes. We found a puzzle that someone had given us years ago that we never used. And it was the same amount of pieces that I was looking for and about to pay $15 for, you know? And it's like, you don't even know what gems you have right there with you. And we've, you know, done three puzzles. My daughter did one like five times by herself. Um, (laughs) And I mean, honestly, the simple things become the most fun. And, um, I think it's just, you know, I think we have to just slow down a little bit more and, and allow some space for that as we, you know, open up a little bit and then be open to the fact that we don't know what tomorrow's going to look like. And we don't have to have our kids make all the decisions on their activities, or we don't have to figure out when our next vacation is going to be since this one was canceled. We can just go with the flow and be open. Um, because there's a lot that, comes with just kind of slowing down. I'm embracing now the slowdown. (laughs) It took me a while. Yeah. And like you're saying, all of our expectations have shifted. So think about birthday parties and how many hundreds of dollars we would spend on a birthday party and friends saying how thrilled their kids were with the birthday parade thing that's been sweeping the nation. That's right. Um, Just this idea of 
presence, not with a T, the presence right. of their friends showing up yep. was the gift. And how, I mean, I'm getting choked up thinking yeah. we are going to be so excited to be present with people yeah. that do we need to be entertained in the way that we were spending so much money before. I mean, even our right. teenagers or our younger kids recognizing they, they're happy with a water table maybe for hours. I mean, that might get old yeah. day right. 48. I think the water tables lost its appeal, but <laughs> I'm just saying like <laughs> that when they opened the parks, everyone thought, Oh my goodness, I'm so thankful to be able to go to a park. It's, it's right. the bar has been, reestablished and that's right i think that also impacts our finances it uh, does in a huge way do you have anything else for us before we have to close this shop down you know i think just make certain that you're in alignment with what god wants for you i yeah. think right now it's very clear that we're trying to keep our health as the top priority and then our finances and how they've been affected and what can we do to make certain that they're not affected terribly long-term. And, and I just think it's totally fine to just slow down and say, all right, God, what do you want? What do you want right now in this moment today? How do we reenter? And I think just making his needs and desires for you, the top priority, I think, you know, people are really starting to see that that is important. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and so I think that people, if if we can get closer to God, closer to our family, in control of our money, and prioritize our health, we are better for it. Absolutely. Do you are you keeping an ongoing blog or part of your site just with updates and tips and ideas that they could connect with you on? Yes. So tailormadebudgets.com slash blog um, is where you can find um, some newsletters that I have put out with links to some of the places where the CARES Act and, you know, opportunities for small businesses and what you can do next and, and that kind of thing. So it's all on my website. Um, you can also sign up for my newsletter. And when I send those out in April, I actually have been sending those every week in order to kind of stay up on things for people because it was financial awareness month. And so I just wanted to make certain that people had good solid resources and I'm continuing to try and make sure that as things change or evolve that I'm able to keep people in the know. So um, that would be a good place to start. Fantastic. It, yeah. Have you interpreted the CARES Act for us? <laughs> like, I'm yes, not sure I, I could go on there and read a bill right now. I don't know that. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I highlight a few of the top things that make a difference for people inside of the CARES Act and links for small business owners who are needing some assistance. And so, yes, you have to make it, you know, User simple friendly. because hundreds of pages is not what we're trying to do. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I would get lost in that mumbo jumbo. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm -hmm. I barely trust what I read on the news. So, yeah. well, there you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. <laughs> well, Erica, you are such a great help. We appreciate you being available to all of us. And as everyone's navigating their own journey, um, I, I really love that you are pointing us back to um, God and trusting him and all these things. So thank you so much for your thank time Thank you today. so much for having me. Absolutely.
Have a great day. Okay, you too. I know that this is not a light topic, and Erica was giving us guidance uh, for, you know, the general population, but I know each of you have a specific story, and there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of hopelessness that can be wrapped up in job loss and and just uncertainty about the future. So I'm going to pray over us that we can find that Jesus' name is a strong tower, and that it, it sounds simple, and yet he's the only one who has access to all of the universe. And um, so we go to him. God, I thank you that you are in control. I thank you that I've seen over and over with friends, um, extended family, that even in the midst of prolonged job loss, you provide. I know that there is a lot of fear wrapped up in not knowing what's going to happen. And I pray that we would keep our eyes fixed on you, God. I know I've said that week after week, but you are our hope. You are our hope and you are the one who brings a peace that passes understanding. When our circumstances do not look good, we can know that you are good and that you give us the grace to walk through our present moment. I pray that instead of getting our eyes fixed on future moments, that we can stay present with you, God, that you would be the place we run to, that strong tower when we are feeling attacked and that when we feel like we are drowning, that we would reach a hand up for you. I thank you that you are merely a breath away, a prayer away in our weak moments, in our hard moments, when marriages and families are strained because of finances, that you are the one who brings healing and hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks y'all for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here. I know it's hard to listen to podcasts when you have people around all the time. And so I appreciate y'all being loyal to listen to the show and share with your friends. All right. I will meet you back here next week. Adios. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Don't Mom Alone podcast. If you're wanting to connect with more people and more resources to help remind you that you're not alone, head over to don'tmomalone.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guests. Most importantly, I want you to know the good news, the great news that you're not alone because God has promised to always be with you. With faith in Jesus Christ, the one who died for you and rose again, Jesus said when he left, he was going to leave a helper, a comforter to be with us. God in us, moms, that's superpower. So while you're washing dishes at your kitchen sink, while you're driving to and from work, while you're feeding that baby late into the night, while you're cleaning sticky floors, God promises to be just as present with you as when you're worshiping in a church pew. As it says in Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Now that's good news. Have a great day.